Hey y'all, I'm Myth, and I'm the weirdest bitch you know. This is my podcast. Hey y'all, just a content note before we get into our Aries New Moon Tarot Transmission. Um, This episode, one of the cards is potentially triggering, and I just want to bring that up uh, before you listen. So if you're in a tender place and you have, you know, you're not really feeling like listening to something heavy, just know that this episode gets a little heavy. One of the, a few of the cards honestly might, uh, potentially be activating. So I want you to just make the decision that you need to for yourself. Um, I'll, I'll go ahead and mention the cards. So one of them is the eight of tentacles. Okay, and it depicts a person in a sort of compromised position with an octopus. I don't describe the card in detail, but I just want to be clear that, um, you know, that's the card that came forward. And the other one that may potentially be activating is an oracle card that's, it's called the queen, but it has bombs on it. And I just want to mentioned that I do talk a little bit about world events and it could be triggering. So anyway, like I said, make the decision that you need to, to stay safe in this moment. Hello, my friends. I am here a little bit early with our Aries full moon collective tarot transmission. I have decided to make these, at least for a while, in podcast form because it honors just the amount of energy that I have and it's safer for my nervous system. So I hope that this format uh, is suiting you as well. I've heard good feedback about it, so know that I always value your feedback Um, especially if you're a patron, let me know how you feel about this format, how you feel about really anything that I'm offering. I'm open for that and I appreciate you so much. So this new moon in Aries is coming on April 1st. I might have just said that. I pulled a bunch of cards from my newest deck. Well, it's a deck that I ordered a while ago. And if you've um, seen me on my socials, you've probably noticed I've been pulling from this uh, interesting deck, the Alley Man's Tarot. It was a Kickstarter that I supported last year. And though it's not a deck that I will use in my personal sessions, most likely, I thought, why not um, use this weirdo deck for our new moon transmission? And I've already gotten a lot of strong pushes with the cards that came forward. So what makes this deck special is that it is over 100 cards that are just a big mashup of different like single cards from different decks and so I love collecting art I love collecting cards 
And this was a way for me to get a little piece of a bunch of decks that I like. Um, the word deck is sounding weird to me now. Anyway, um, yeah, so it's a freak show. And I love that about it. It's um, I It came with a really interesting uh, guidebook as well. And I did have a peek at the guidebook just... For some of the oracle cards that came up in this spread, if you're familiar with um, my most most common spread I use for these, I have I pull about five cards and then a, usually just to describe what we're moving out of, what we're moving into, what are we doing right now on the surface, what are we what's underneath the surface, right? And then I pull one advice card usually for us collectively but this time I pulled like four (laughs) advice cards so I will call out each um prompt right in the spread so each question um and what came up for it and the message that I received um I will say before we get into the actual messages of this transmission that the center card is white and all around it every card um surrounding it is dark um i just think it looks it just felt like something i should note because there are some sort of heavy aspects to this reading um sitting with it just receiving information as i as i process what what i've pulled um maybe that's why I needed to do it early. I kind of had a sense it might be a heavy one. And I'll say that Virgo, this past podcast I did, the Virgo uh, full moon, um, I'm not sure how that worked out for you, but I have experienced so much clearing. Uh, Virgo is like, this energy is so earthy. It's just like a slap when you need one. Oh my gosh, I didn't even mean to say slap. With everything in the news, maybe I should edit that out um but it is it's sort of like I felt at least this last uh full moon there was like a wake-up call of like here's what you're here's the obvious thing that you've been missing like here's the the medicine that it's like you know you know what you need to do and you've been knowing but you just couldn't like handle it right and so anyway I'm handling it now and um what was I going to mention the reality slap of Virgo. What it, something that came forward today? Uh, someone with a Virgo son. I think it was Farmer Dicky, one of my friends from Twitter, had said something about uh, being a Virgo and and how I think that Earth signs are kind of underappreciated, and part of that is because we can handle it. And I'm not sure if that's true, but I know that it resonated for a few people and I do feel that way sometimes where it's like eh, I'm built tough for a reason like I don't want to always be tough but um it's nice to I feel like I'm cultivating this inner strength and reliance that just wasn't wasn't fully there for me uh for a long time so anyway uh okay also something that came forward (laughs) I'm going to go through each card, but 
something that came up in our advice cards. We have the Blood Death. This deck has several death cards, but the Blood Death and reversed and the Hanged One card. And I just heard when I pulled both of them, allow, allow, allow. Like we've been allowing, we've been yielding to, um, I think, like giving up the ways that we've tried to control, manipulate, um, not manipulation isn't always bad, but just the ways, the things what we've really been hanging on to, clinging to, we're, I think, collectively starting to loosen our grip, though we're still being invited into that state of surrender. The more that we can surrender to the things we truly cannot change, the things we know that we're wise enough to know that we cannot change, um, when we truly surrender, it frees up so much space. And that's what I'm feeling. That's what many of us, I think, are feeling. We're kind of getting a different baseline, a shift, right? Where our, what we consider sort of our neutral state, if such a thing could even exist, our neutral state, right? We're redefining that. We're coming back into like, oh, okay, I can, this is me. This is my baseline. Um, so I recently took also, this ties in, I promise, I took this workshop from the Trauma Witch. Um, she made it so accessible. I just, I have to shout her out because I am working on getting more trauma informed. And um, yeah, so she had this grief magic workshop and it was so beautiful and something that was shared during the workshop trust me I'm not ruining anything if you plan to get this offering um I'm in no way affiliated with the trauma witch I just got to say this because it came back to me today um that sometimes our grief or things that we've sort of had to set aside because it was too hard to cope with at the time or we didn't have the tools to deal with when we start getting more I'm gonna I'm totally not saying it the way she did but the more stability that we get the more that we're coming into a place of more spaciousness these things can arise because now you can deal with it and I'm hearing that this is happening for us if you're listening to this you are not doing anything wrong or failing if some really, really old shit that you thought you had dealt with, you know, trauma-wise, if it's resurfacing, you're not doing anything wrong. You've made space for it. You've healed to the point where you can actually hold it in a way you couldn't before. And so I have to share that because I just want you to know that it's not an indication of being unhealed or some shit, whatever the story is that you might tell yourself. Um, okay. So those are two of the advice cards that came up, but I'm going to get into the spread. So on my Patreon, I have a visual. I believe it's a free public post. So if you want to see how the spread looks, it's the five cards. 
Um, so what we're leaving behind, okay? This one's a little, I did not delight in pulling this one, um, but the message is pretty interesting. So what we're moving out of is the eight of tentacles reversed. <laughs> yeah, so it is what it sounds like. It's, um, there's a person with a octopus and octopus wrapped around and, um, yeah, definitely, definitely weird. And, um, probably one of the more triggering, uh, cards in the deck, but I see this card, the way the person is positioned with this being in reverse, they're standing up kind of coming out of this position. And it seems like we're we're kind of moving out of what was just comfortable because we realize that there that our vices they're actually perhaps overtaking areas of our lives so if you are someone who has been struggling with your vices with your addiction i just want to encourage you here that um you know you're doing it you're doing the damn thing you're choosing to get up out of what is comfortable, what is a easy thing that we reach for to numb our pain. Um, not that anything about addiction is easy. So that's a poor choice of words, but more like what we typically might reach for, for that instant gratification. Um, I believe that collectively here, we're, we're choosing to stand up uh, to loosen our grip on those those things that we may um have been hanging on to for survival. So so if you can work towards that sort of self-compassion like this is what I was holding on to so that I could live to get this far um because what we're moving into is the 10 of eyes reversed. And this card it looks like a person who's like kind of melting and they have eyes all over them and it's reversed. <laughs> and this kind of reminds me of the fact that on socials this past week, if you are super online like I am, you might have noticed this. If you're not, I'm sorry to be the one to tell you this, but there have been some really especially heinous uh, videos going around kind of gory videos of bad things happening to people to children even um and a conversation I was having today on one of the platforms was about the fact that we are collectively being more and more exposed to content that feels like it may desensitize us to violence and to really horrible things uh, happening in the world. It's like we know that bad things happen every day. We know that every day on planet Earth, there is a tragedy. But seeing those events, we're not meant to see that every day. It's not good for us, (laughs) you know? So um, this is just i feel like this card speaks of hypervigilance speaks of um a sense of helplessness because 
we when we are exposed to graphic horrible real content like that on a regular basis it's like two things happen right you you either get so wrapped up in how horrible uh things occur just with such frequency and it can be very activating and triggering and or <laughs> you maybe you can become completely numb to things like that and something i'm also learning as i become more trauma informed is that uh when we numb out pain we're also numbing out our access to joy and pleasure. And it's not something, it's not like a choice that we make a lot of times. It's just, you know, we react differently to uh, stimuli. So that's what's here in the middle that we're moving into. So that's a very neutral statement, right? Um, the pot, there's this possibility here. And above that, right, I see the two things. Um, I, I mentioned, you know, there's the present, what we're moving into, uh, and what's above and what's below. So on the surface, like what we can actually do to activate, we have the builder, which is an oracle card that was created by, I guess, the creator of this deck. So organize actually make stuff, right? If you get to this place of like, there's so much in the world, I don't know where to start, don't let that render you helpless, okay? You can organize things online, you can, you know, there's so many ways to get involved, and I suggest getting involved locally, even though what we see may be um, international horrors, like beyond our comprehension, absolutely. But if you can talk to your neighbors, if you can build, um, you know, trust and security within your local community, that is that that matters. That counts. Okay, um, so that's sort of our on the surface, right? The collective care aspect of of what we can do in the present moment with the Ten of Eyes card here. This invitation to to do something though I will say that on the flip side (laughs) underneath underneath feels more like that inner work right our self-care the the thing that we do to keep ourself ourselves resourced and available um and it's the father sleep oracle card I don't remember if this was upright or reversed So the choice is yours. But I read that this Father Sleep card um, in the guidebook, I read that there's that invitation into deep rest, you know, our inner work where we kind of work things out for ourselves, where we can restore our energy. Um, And then I think the reverse version is like something about, you know, where you when you're really, really overtired and you like have to fight the sleep and you can't just, you're not going to just go. The choice is yours, right? You don't have to, 
cultivate a rest practice. You don't have to do the inner work. You can thrash around. You can fuck around with the external. But you're going to end up... Your your body's going to end up choosing for you when the inner work happens, when you crash, when you have to do. When you have to sleep, eventually you have to sleep, right? The choice is yours. You can try to um, look within now or you can wait until you hit another wall. And I say another because we always, I mean, I feel that we hit a series of walls in our lives. Like that's pretty, that's human, that's normal, <laughs> whatever normal could mean. And this reminds me of a tweet I a tweet I twatted today. I got to get off Twitter, y'all. <laughs> I'm just on there too much. Um but yeah, if you keep looking externally, you know, it's like we keep expecting like I wish someone else knew the answer. I wish somebody else could fix me. I wish some we keep if you keep looking externally, you know, I think you'll still eventually go inward. But if you can choose to do that now, you know, some lessons though, we just have to learn by doing it and fucking up a lot. And, you know, like (laughs) there's no judgment, but you're going to end up there either way. So I say, look within and what I'll, I'll just explain what I mean when I say look within It doesn't mean, you know, we can go through all of the same motions as someone who is looking within and not be doing that, right? Like you can meditate and still avoid looking at yourself. But what I get, I get the sense we've already collectively been on a sort of underworld journey, doing our shadow work, trying to integrate our shadow, right? Um... And what I mean by that is look at the parts of ourselves that we have rejected, that we're ashamed of, that we've tried to disassociate from, right? Um, Right, this is here for us. You can look at that at any time. There's no rush. You can go slowly. But I think we've been doing it, whether you wanted to or not. You've been having these invitations to, to look within. Ugh, but it's so, I feel like it's one of the most annoying things to hear Because it's like, it's kind of like, use your intuition. Okay, what does that mean? (laughs) Like, how do we break that down? Um, So I'm trying to break that down. Because what I get with this father sleep card, it's not like the high priestess, where the high priestess, I feel like, yes, we're looking within, but there's almost like a, there's something so, there's something sacred and deep about it, right? Whereas this card, father um, sleep, it's like, actually have a good nap, like go to sleep, have that good, hard, deep sleep where you wake up and you can't even remember a dream. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna practice, uh, with father sleep when I soon go and get into a sensory deprivation tank. Cause for me, that's one way that I can embody that energy. That's where I can look within the easiest because I the world is so fucking distracting, you know? Um, but you might have other ways that you do this. But I, I do recommend that getting physical with it. And the reason for that is 
just that Aries, it's like, this is such, this is a time, excuse me, I think, I think of Aries as a physical sort of card, um, not a card, not a card, excuse me. It's a, a sign where I think physicality is really important. So, um, and what, for what we are moving into, right? So just to review, we're moving out of the eight of tentacles reverse, right? So moving into the 10 of eyes reversed on this, or excuse me, the 10 of eyes is our present moment. So it's here right now. We're actually not moving into it. Excuse me. Um, on the surface, we're being invited in this moment to build, build connections, build relationships, relate, relate to the people that you think you have nothing in common with, find some common ground for fuck's sake, like (laughs) recognize everyone is not out to get you. If that is something you struggle with, recognize there is a role that you can play in the community that you're in right now even if you think your community sucks, okay? Because you could be like one person that makes a difference in someone's life that will change the way that they view, you know, the whole world, honestly. The way that they, they're, you can shift someone else's perspective by being that organizer, right? Being that builder of relationships. So, in the present moment, under the surface, we have the the father sleep card that I mentioned. Um, and so now for what we're actually moving into, what is around the corner, what, what we can sort of expect or prepare for. And I'm not going to lie, y'all, this card is a little spooky. And I think that might be why I started stumbling over my words. Part of the reason. Because we, we still have... I would say we are still processing a lot, uh, like I mentioned, but it's the queen. And this version of the queen has bombs on it. This is an oracle card also made by the creator of this deck, Publishing Goblin, who I'm so grateful to for making this cool, this wacky collection. Um, okay, so what I read in the guidebook about the queen was basically there's this energy of this ferocious mother. Everything you think of, right? Um, someone who's nurturing but also will fight for you. And I know that we think of Aries as, you know, the baby of the zodiac. It's like the first sign in the wheel, um, of the zodiacal wheel, right? Um, I kind of associate Aries personally with my grandmother who is an Aries and that's her, you know, she truly is a firecracker and that's kind of what I'm seeing here on this card too. So I, I get this sense. I, I feel a, a resonance for myself personally where there's this person, um, you know, this queen, this mother who's got on like an apron and she's like cooking something, but there's, um, there's bombs and a radioactive sort of, um, symbol over her face. And right. I think this speaks to, 
a few things, but one thing that comes to mind is, you know, tension is high. Uh, anxiety, I think among everyone, like collectively, there's a lot of anxiety around like what's happening next as far as like our country and shit, <laughs> right? There's no, there's no end to the distractions that we can get invited into with the cult of celebrity, but at the same time, the underlying tension actually has nothing to do with all this interpersonal bullshit we see on display. It's actually, uh, I think, the underlying fear that we're sort of, you know, moving into, especially with hot-tempered Aries, is, uh, yeah, it's a little more sinister. It's not, it's not the, (sighs) it's not what we're seeing necessarily in the media. It's the sense that there's a lot actually being concealed. And I think of how our parents, (laughs) maybe you don't have this experience, but how parents can sometimes shield their children from the horrors of the world. And like, if you're in the United States, perhaps you are also feeling this sense of like, oh, this is what we've been, this is what our government does. I mean, maybe you are really well informed, but even so, there may be that underlying tension of like, what do they hide from us? How you know, even with this 10 of eyes, right? Even with um, having eyes everywhere and seeing all of the available information that is released uh, by the media and otherwise, right? There's still that sense of like, I can't know enough because what is really um, scary is uh, is withheld. It's a secret um, from the public. So, you know, what I sense here too, though, is that this may activate parts of us that, you know, could lead to an actual strike, could lead to, you know, there's a revolutionary potential when we say enough's enough. And Aries season is the perfect time too. gotta say. Um, I keep seeing, you know, more and more news of like union busting and all this shit, you know, I can't even keep up personally. And I've, it's not that I've stopped trying. It's that I have limited how much I uh, search every day for my, for reasons I've expressed, I think just, you know, honoring my actual capacity, doing what I can, where I can. And um, yeah, so (sighs) heavy. And at the same time, we can be in this this energy, right? This fiery, this hot Aries energy um, and also be in this blood death reversed and hanged man experience where it's like there are certain things we do have to surrender to where it's like actually um, we don't have control of this thing. And trying to have control of this aspect of our reality is exhausting and not necessarily a good way, a good use of our limited energy because our energy is finite. And I hate reminding myself and others of that, but um, frankly, the, 
the question that I ask every day that I try to keep at top of mind and heart is where are you putting your energy right now? Where are you putting your energy? Is it constructive? Is it uh, destructive to a structure that you are ready to actually come down? What are you doing? (laughs) And trying to do that from a place of, you know, no judgment, just like, just a place of neutrality is as close as I can get to that. Not, no self-shaming, fuck. It's like, we get that enough everywhere else. Um, okay, the other two advice cards that came forward. So one of them is the King of Wands reversed. So this also kind of leads me to believe that there may be, you know, that hot temper, that ego driving potential. You could see this in yourself or you can just prepare yourself to see it in others, especially those in positions of authority because they fucking can. And it's it's really difficult to... It's difficult to feel helpless to that. And I'm reminded of the serenity prayer as, you know, I, I might have mentioned that last last week or maybe it's just been on my mind um, with friends of mine getting sober and celebrating my milestones. Uh, first of all, I'm so fucking proud of you if you're on that journey. Um, but also the serenity prayer being a spell, being a way to ask like where am I putting my energy what can I actually control what can I not just that simple prompt to yourself like what tools do I have what am I wise enough to know that isn't worth you know me wearing myself out over because I do get that sense again you know king of wands here reversed it's like just watch out don't let the ego drive you know Um, it's important to have a healthy, balanced ego. A lot of us have a little, you know, one way or the other, especially inflated or especially, um, you know, the opposite deflated. (laughs) I don't know. Um, but yeah, so, so just prepare to, to encounter that in others and, don't take things too personally. It's probably not about you. And even if it is, you know, that person is just on their own trip. And that is something I have to remind myself of constantly. There can be people that we love, that we let go of or let go of us. And we can't internalize that as something is wrong with us or them, you know, trying to come to a place of neutrality as much as you can. Okay, and the final advice card that I got, I actually added, because this deck is a Frankenstein deck full of all these different cards, these little pieces, I actually added this card myself from my collection, and it is the Six of Clubs with a bunch of French words on it. I do not remember actually what it says because my friend sent this to me more than a year ago. Um, That friend is Coyote Water on Instagram. Um, So really cool account, really cool person. Um, They have this 
deck. It's an oracle deck that they have created that I ordered forever ago. And I think this card came with that. Anyway, I sent them a message to be like, hey, what is this card again? But um, what I heard when I pulled it, and I believe this is really not meant to be used for divination. It was like a spell card, you know. Um, but I heard what's meant for you will happen. Like what's meant for you will find you. Like don't like pressure. Don't push too hard for whatever you want at this time. Right? Surrender. Because, you know. In due time, it'll happen. You'll be, you'll be given the thing, the things that are meant to you. So, I will potentially update <laughs> if they tell me, you know, it means something totally different. But yeah, that's just what I heard when I pulled it as one of the advice cards, and I think, I think that might be all for this. For this new moon tarot transmission, I feel like it's shorter than usual, but I also, this is just so heavy. Basically, keep going. (laughs) Keep going. If you are going through it, if you are ready to be done with this hanged man energy, just know you're not alone. It's, It's uncomfortable. I'll just be honest. This time is not super comfortable for most of us and there's a reason for it it's for our growth it's to open up our capacity for healing and to learn to grow to free up parts of ourselves that have been bound by time so yeah i don't even know i just i feel like i channeled so much in this short amount of time and i hope that it serves you Uh, If you would like to support me on Patreon, you can do so at patreon.com slash sleepyhousehealing. You can send me a tip if you feel so inclined on Cash App. It's a Mythic Witch. On Venmo, it's a Mythic Witch. I keep these ad-free because I have patrons that support me every month, keep food in my fridge, and I just, I fucking hate ads. I don't want to subject anybody to more advertising than we already, than we already are. Um, but yeah, hang out with me on Instagram at Sleepy House Healing uh, or on Twitter at A Mythic Witch. I try to stream every Sunday at A Mythic Witch on Twitch. Um, yeah, I think that's my spiel. I won't keep listing off the places you can interact with me. I'm honored that you went along for the ride for this, this new moon's, uh, tarot transmission. And I hope you have a beautiful lunation. Goodbye.